The Lifelong Project podcast is brought to you by ProProjects.com. ProProjects provides monthly PDUs, networking, job leads, and more. Join ProProjects today at PROPROJEX.com. Don't freak out. As a project manager, things are going to go wrong in your projects. Guarantee it. People aren't going to get their work done. Priorities are going to change. Management's going to shift directions. People are going to quit. Vendors aren't going to deliver. Things are going to go wrong. And when things go wrong, people look to you, the project manager, to decide how will we manage this issue. So first things first is you don't freak out. In my years as a project management consultant, one of the things that I consistently see are project managers that are not good poker players. And what I mean by that is they have no poker face. All of their emotions are right out there for the world to see. And when you put your emotions out there, your feelings, your responses for everyone to see, people emulate that. So if you're surprised or shocked or threatened or concerned about an issue, then others are going to be the same way. So you have to learn to control your emotions, what you show the world, show your colleagues, show your clients when problems happen in the project, because things are going to go wrong. It's like one of my favorite old quotes that we make plans and God laughs. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, how many times in your life have you made plans for a vacation or for an event or whatever, and you get sick or someone gets sick or there's an emergency or... It just didn't work out. So you make plans and they don't always work out. I know that in my life, there have been many times where I've had plans that just didn't work out. It's just part of life that the future is uncertain. Well, projects are uncertain. You don't really know what's going to happen. No one really knows what's going to happen tomorrow or an hour from now or two weeks from now. So when you think about a project that's lasting for months and months, you don't really know if it's going to work out the way you plan. Plans are uncertain. Well, risk, we know, is an uncertain event or condition that'll have a positive or negative effect on our project. So projects are uncertain. Life is uncertain. There's lots of uncertainty in all that we do. So it shouldn't be a big surprise when things are uncertain that things are going to not work out the way that you hope. I mean, it's just part of life. It's part of projects. So with that acknowledgement that things are not always going to work out the way that you want, don't freak out when things go wrong. (laughs) When problems come into your project, just it's part of the project. It's part of the life of a project manager. So when the problem is there, it already exists. There's not much you can do to prevent it at this point because it's real. It's in your project and you have to deal with it. So the problem is going to exist regardless of how you act. If you imagine a project manager and they're running around like their hair's on fire, or a project manager that's a little bit more calm and thoughtful and insightful, the problem's there either way. But I would rather be around the PM that's a little bit more calm and a little bit more in control, or at least has that appearance of being in control. When people freak out, it's really about... It's really amateur hour, I'll just say it. When people freak out, they look like amateurs. So don't look like an amateur. When people come to you with problems, 
They're looking for your wisdom and experience to help them solve the problem. If you freak out or blow up, you look like an amateur. You look foolish. So don't do it. I know it's kind of sensitive to say, but I meet project managers all the time that are really smart people. They're really capable people, but they haven't thought about how they present themselves to other other people on the project all the time. Their stakeholders, their manager, their project team members, vendors. So you just don't freak out. And I'm not saying don't be emotional. Sometimes you have to be direct with people, be excited, be happy, or be angry. Nothing wrong with that when it's appropriate. But when people come to you with a problem, like, hey, we've got a delay. It's going to be a couple weeks before we're done. And, oh, it's the end of the world. And they just emotional about everything. That looks like an amateur. And that doesn't instill confidence. We want confidence in uncertainty. So projects are uncertain. People look to you. Now, how you behave is how often other people behave. So they'll emulate, people on your team will emulate, they'll mimic what you do. And if it's the end of the world for you, it must really be bad for them. So stay calm. Another piece of advice here is we really want to listen before speaking. That my mom used to tell us that you have two ears and one mouth because you're supposed to listen twice as much as you talk. Doesn't always work out for that way for me, but it's important when I'm in the as a project manager to know that I want to listen to other people before I open my mouth. So let others talk and you listen. I had a, a boss years ago and he had a big mouth bass, like a real bass that had, he had caught and it was mounted in his office. But in tiny letters on a little plaque under it, it said, never miss an opportunity to keep your big mouth shut. So what I've learned over the years is that if I keep my big mouth shut, especially when there's a problem, and I let other people talk, a couple of things will happen. One, I don't volunteer to do things that I don't have time for. I don't give away my time. So I keep my mouth shut. I let other people talk and I listen. Two, through that conversation, people will often find a resolution for the problem. They don't need you to chime in and direct and guide. People are smart, so let people find a resolution where they can't. The conversation will also let people vent or even realize it's not a big deal after all. And when you are a little bit more stoic or a little bit more reserved, it brings a calming sense to the environment. You're the leader. If you start chiming in and going off on different tangents, other people are going to follow that as well. So it's better to be quiet initially and listen before you speak. Really understand the situation, understand the facts. And then if you need to, then you can contribute. I also like to advise people to listen, think, and then act. You know, in project management, especially those of you who are working towards your PMP or you have your PMP, we always say, oh, communication's the most important tool for a project manager. Well, I'm going to tell you something. It's not. Communication is not the most important tool, the most important characteristic of a project manager. Thinking is the most important tool for a PM. Critical thinking. I want to think before I open my mouth. Thinking is paramount. 
So I want to think before I speak and before I act. So don't react initially. Really understand the problem and the issue, and then I can act upon it. So I want to think before I act. I also want some time to explore the options. So the issue exists, the problem exists. So how I react, how I behave, doesn't affect really the issue. Well, it could make it worse, uh, especially that initial behavior, because other people might get worked up over it as well. So I just accept that there's a problem. Okay, we have a problem, how are we gonna deal with it? I wanna recognize the power of my choices. So how can I deal with this problem? How can I deal with this issue? What are my options? And then recognize that there's power in those options. And then I think about, well, what's the most desired outcome for the project with that problem? So I wanna think about, okay, well, the time, is that, you know, how, how's that going to affect our schedule and our deadline? How's it going to affect cost? That's always a biggie, right? Is this going to increase cost? What about introducing new risk? So a lot of times when there's a problem, people think, well, that's the problem, the risk happened, but there might be secondary risks that are introduced because of that problem or how we choose to respond to the problem. Then I also think about the scope. What does this do to the requirements, the features and functions of what we're creating? So those are the four big knowledge areas that I look at. But I might also be looking at, all right, well, what about procurement? Does this affect vendors? Do I have to talk with other people? So communication. Are there different resources that we need? Or will I have to buy new resources or hire new resources to deal with this problem? Is quality affected? It could be. It could be a quality issue, which is also scope and configuration management for features and functions. Obviously, we've already talked about cost and time and risk. Really what we're doing here is an example of project integration management. That when there's a problem, yes, I might think of time, cost, risk, scope as the big areas, but really we need to think about all of the knowledge areas and what effect does this have? Because really when there's an issue, we're having a change to our plan. The plan, of course, is uncertain. So it shouldn't be a surprise when there is a change, that change is going to happen, we're going to have problems or issues or who knows? It's uncertain. All right. So that's my podcast for the week. Try to this week. Think before you speak. Don't freak out. And as I've mentioned in past podcasts, if you have comments or questions, send me a note. I'd be happy to address them. I've been receiving some, and we'll address those next week in the Lifelong Project Podcast. You can email those to me at joe at lifelongproject.com. 